Have you ever been just consumed by envy or maybe jealousy? Maybe that's what you call it, but where you just, you want something that someone else has and it just turns you inside out. And all you can think about is how your life would be so much better You would finally be happy. You would finally be enough if you only had that thing in your life. You are listening to the Reinvent Podcast, and I am your host and reinvention coach, Sari Kimball. This is episode 34, and we are exploring the feeling of envy today and what to do when you desire something that someone else has. I know I definitely have. I have been consumed by comparison and been just eaten up by envy from the inside out, where I look at somebody else's life and a piece of their life and I think, gosh, I why not me? Why do they get to have that and not me? It's not fair. I want that. If I just had that thing, then everything would be better in my life. And just a side note, I am consulting the amazing Atlas of the Heart by Brene Brown, where she really breaks down emotions for us and gives us more words, more vocabulary to use around our emotions. And most of us actually use uh, jealousy incorrectly. We often say like, I'm jealous of her haircut, or I'm jealous of his job, or I'm jealous of their relationship. When actually we're using that word incorrectly. Jealousy is when we fear losing a relationship or a valued part of a relationship that we already have. So it's typically inside a relationship already versus envy. And we just don't love that word, right? Like envy, it literally (laughs) probably for many of you brings up religious connotations. It feels really icky, Um, but that's what it is. Envy occurs when we want something that another person has. And I was recently coaching a client and this came up sort of on the side, a tangential thing, and we didn't have time to unpack it on the call. And I've been thinking so much about it. And she was expressing this envy um, about why she didn't have a certain aspect of her friend's life. She was feeling very envious. And what's interesting that comes up in envy is oftentimes there's a lot of entitlement. (laughs) There's a lot of this isn't fair. And why can't I have this? What's wrong with me? And it's a little bit of like that pouty, whiny, (laughs) losing all of our power uh, energy that comes from that. And I want you to think about whatever that is for you, whether it's a relationship, a body that you admire, but it's, it's beyond admiration, right? It's comparison and it's feeling envy. You want what someone else has. It could be a business or a job or a car or a vacation or any number of things. And what I want to offer on today's podcast is that Envy is a really valuable tool. We don't need to shun it. We don't need to try to stuff it down and say, you know, this isn't good. I'm a bad person if I feel envy. We can actually use it as a tool to bring to light something that we desire. 
if we feel envious about something, because there's lots of things that people are going to do and be and have and say that for you will not trigger any envy. Someone who's telling me about their, I don't know, their sweet tickets at a football game is not going to trigger envy in me. I'm going to be like, cool, that's amazing. Good for you, not for me. But we can notice when we feel envy, if somebody were like, I'm going on this vacation. If somebody were to tell me, I'm taking this three-month trip to Provence, France, where I have a huge desire to go, would that trigger, it, it might, certainly probably would have in the past, trigger some envy. Like, I want that. Why do they get to have that? That's not fair. I should have that for me. Why do they get it and not me? So when you notice, this is just a flag. It's like uh, just a trigger that says, oh, I'm feeling some envy. What's going on in there for me? Why is this being triggered? Because there's lots of things that you don't feel envious about that other people are doing. So envy is an invitation for us to explore deeper, to look back inside and say, what's going on here? What do I want from this? What what is triggering me to feel envious and where can I go and find that, look for it in my own life? How can I create more of it? So for me, I could say for sure, I have felt envious of people who are in intimate partnered relationships. I do not have that right now and I haven't had it for gosh, eight years really. And it's something I've been on my own journey of figuring out who am I? And there are times that I'm like, nope, don't want that at all. And then there are times when I do feel a little triggered and I look at amazing couples and I'm just like, oh, why can't I have that? And what's wrong with me? And why do they get it? And I go into a little pity party and I feel a lot of envy. And instead of beating the shit out of myself for feeling envy, I can say, what is it I need from that? What is it that really, when I look at their relationship, that I really want? If I choose to stay in envy, I give all my power away. Do you, can you feel how powerless that feels? It just sucks all the energy out of my body. It I get into a temper tantrum. It feels not fair. I get angry. I start to look at all the ways that I'm separate, that everybody else, I start to see all the amazing couples and everybody else is in amazing relationships. And if only I had a relationship, then my life would be complete. And my reticular activating system, this part of my brain that is looking for what's important, because I tell it it's important, is now looking at all the comparison and all the ways that I am so far away from that. And if we use the model where circumstance is no really no intimate partnered relationship and literally nobody on the horizon, okay, that's that's a circumstance that's just neutral and my thought about it is, you know, that's not fair. I want that. What's wrong with me? I'm never going to have it. Why does everybody else get to have it? Blah, 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 right? It triggers feelings for me around feeling helpless and hopeless and a victim. 
And that's not really a great place to be attracting a partner from. I certainly wouldn't want to be attracting somebody who had those same thoughts and feelings about their life. And I am just perpetuating that experience, right? The circumstance can be the same. And over the last year and a half or so, I have really just been exploring um, solo-ness and how do I fill up my own cup around connection, around relationships, even around intimacy? How do I become a match for what I want, right? I want like a really engaged, synergistic, high-level relationship. And so I need to be that person. And we just have to really be careful of, we're going to have moments of self-pity. We're going to have moments of envy. And I can have a lot of compassion now when I have a moment like that, where I'm just like, oh, that's so cool. Oh, that's, that's hard, right? I feel compassion for myself that I want that and I don't have that. So the next step when you're feeling this envy is, again, looking inside and saying, what is it about this person, this thing? Why am I feeling so envious? What is it that I'm really desiring? And then asking yourself, how is this for me that I don't have it? How is it for me that I'm on this particular journey? So in my example, how is it for me that it has been eight years since I've been in a committed partnership? And I can find it. This has been about an exploration of self. I have evolved and grown so much as a person that the people I was dating, you know, years ago are definitely not the right people for me anymore. It's like I have transcended that energy and that level of where they were. And yeah, so now the pool's a little bit smaller of options and that's okay. Like I can see how this is for me that I am becoming the best version of myself and really coming to a place of surrender and acceptance. And I actually am really okay whether it happens or not. I do, I have a lot of hope and I do really believe that a relationship, a life partner is for me and I am getting into a place of receiving that and being open to it. And I have been doing a lot of the deep work of healing my ability to receive, to actually be loved, to receive that. And I couldn't have done that five years ago. We would probably have been on a, another course for divorce, right? So I can find it. I can see how this has been for me. And I am at a place of 95%. <laughs> acceptance. Most of the time, I'm good. I'm filling up my cup in so many ways and finding connection with others. And then to really take the trigger of envy to the next amazing place is can you, your work, it's not easy at the beginning and you might have to ladder it. You're going to have to take some baby steps. You're probably not going to get from complete envy and feeling so down and comparison and all of that, those kind of junk feelings to, I am so happy for them. (laughs) 
but your work is to get to a place where you are genuinely happy for that other person, for their good fortune. And you can still want, you can still have desire, but it's it's so much lighter. It's all of the heaviness, the despair, the hopelessness, all of that is lifted. And you can be in a genuine happiness for them and still be in desire and hope and anticipation and curiosity about what is coming for you. So in my example, when I witness and see other relationships that are models of what I want in my own life, I almost always, there's very little time anymore that I am triggered into envy. Most of the time I can get to a place of, wow, that's amazing. That means it's possible for me too. If they can find each other, if they can be working on creating a big life, if they can be in harmony and and really be um, up-leveling each other and in an interdependence kind of life, then it's possible for me. Thank you for being an inspiration. I'm so happy for you. Like, why would I want to take away other people's joy? It doesn't mean that I'm going to get what I want. And so can you get to a place of, of true happiness, true celebration for them. Let's look at a couple of other examples because I want to broaden it. Um, I'm sure many of you can relate to the relationship piece, but some of you may be in an amazing relationship. And here's what's so funny is that we forget when we're on the outside of things that life is still 50-50. They're still having shitty days. It doesn't matter how amazing your partner is. It doesn't mean you're happy all the time. But let's take some other examples. Let's say somebody gets a raise. Somebody, a friend of yours, you're going out to dinner or whatever, and they're talking about how they got this big promotion and this raise, and you feel envy. You're triggered. And so you can look at, why am I being triggered by this? Oh, because I think I deserve a raise because I want a promotion, because I want to, and or maybe an entrepreneurship, because I work with a lot of entrepreneurs, maybe it's somebody hitting a certain financial level, right? They hit six figures or a million or whatever it is. And so just notice, am I triggered there? Is there envy there? Why? Okay, I want that for myself or I want a part of that. And it's good to break it up and really evaluate it. Like it may not be the whole thing. Like I don't actually care about the promotion, but what I really want is an increase in salary, or I want more vacation days, or whatever it is, right? Pick it apart, see what's there for you, what your desire is, and can you answer those questions around how is this for me? How is it for me that I have not gotten that promotion? And where do I have the power to have impact, to make change for myself? How do I need to show up in my life, if I was not a victim and I was taking total and complete ownership, how would I show up differently in my work to be more available for a raise or a promotion or whatever that is? And can you get to a place of complete joy, true authentic joy for them and still want it for you? 
You take all of your power back that way. You actually do have the power to influence your own situation. And there are just so many examples of this. This could be your whole life. You know, when you look at other people, what they have, their clothes or their hair or their body or their car or their house, like the list goes on and on. And so many of us are just trying to fill the void with more and more stuff. And we keep telling ourselves the lie that if we just had this thing, this relationship, these material things, this body, this health, X, Y, Z, then we will finally be happy. And that is a lie. The happiness, the joy, the feeling of contentment and fulfillment come from within. And we can still go after the things that we want in this life. That's the beauty of being human. But you are going to have such a more successful experience if you're coming at it from a place of, I, that is amazing, great for you, and it's available for me too. It's not you can have this or I can have this. It's an and. I see pieces in what this other person has that I desire. And now I'm more alive to it. Now I'm more aware of it. And I can go and put that into my reticular activating system and say, this is what's important to me. How am I going to start taking action? How am I going to manage my thoughts? How am I going to be really happy for them and celebrate with them truly? And I'm also going to go and take actions and start making this my reality. And lastly, I don't want to sugarcoat this. There are things that you may never be able to have. Let's just take an extreme example. If you were in an accident and you were paralyzed, you could have a lot of envy for people who walk, right? That that would be real for you. And there is maybe nothing that can be ever done about that. Now, maybe there is, and maybe there are alternatives and ways that you can explore that. But let's just say that there literally is not. There is no possibility. Everything we desire is about a feeling that we want to feel inside. And so what is the feeling when you think about walking when you are unable to? It might be freedom and independence and the ability to have adventures and connect with others. I mean, the list could go on and on. You have to figure out what that is for you. But again, if we can identify what the feeling is that we what that we think that thing will give us, it goes the same for anything, right? You want a handbag. There's you think that there's a feeling that you will feel confidence and mature and expensive and worth it and beautiful, right? <laughs> People looking at you, desiring what you have. Those are all feelings that you hope you will feel because of that thing. And so how could you feel that despite maybe never being able to achieve it, never being able to experience it? Could you start feeling it anyway, despite the circumstances? Because that is where all of your power lies. All right, to wrap up, notice where you get triggered. Where does envy show up in your life? The more we can let go of our expectations and the entitlement and my life should have been this way, 
the more contentment and the more ease and peace you will feel. And envy is there to maybe highlight something we never even realized that we wanted. And then it's really good to explore that. What is it about that thing? How will I feel because of that if I were to get that? And really explore that a little bit more. What is What piece of it do you want for you? Asking yourself, how is this for me that I don't have it yet? And then can you ladder your way to a place of excitement and joy for somebody else having that, for somebody else experiencing what you want and still create a desire, live in the abundance of and that we both can have that. There is no or, there's only and. And then what can you do about it? How can you start to feel what you want, what you think that thing will give you and start feeling that ahead of time? And what actions could you start taking today that gets you just a little bit closer? If you would like support, if you'd like coaching to help you work through and figure out what's possible for you, a lot of times envy shows us things that we're like, but that's not possible. And as a reinvention coach, I'm here to help you actually create what you want. And it is possible. It may not look exactly how you want it to, how you think it should, but the feelings that you are desiring are possible. I want to invite you to come to a powerful coaching call. And to do this, you go to reinventioncoach.co, fill out the form there, and I will be in touch to schedule a powerful coaching call where we can unpack this and explore this a little bit more and see tiny ways that we can get you just a little bit closer to what you want. Until next time, have an amazing week.